Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Correction. We've been friends for over 20 years, and every single week we Gross. call each other and catch up. Yes. And uh, that's right, Mike Lawson. That's what we do. That's exactly. Wait. Yes, Mike Lawson. That's what we do. Every. Wait. What is it? Yes, Mike Lawson. That's what we do. Every. Oh my God! What is it? I got, I interrupted myself. Wait, we've been friends for over fifteen years. Yes, Mike Lawson. That's what we do every single week. We never miss a week. It's something like that, right? Have you had a stroke? I did. I had a stroke today. Wait, can I punch below the? I had a joke and it was like a really low blow, and I was like, "Should I? Shouldn't I?" Sure. Go ahead. So can I like do it with caution? Yeah. So our our friendship is almost. Old enough to date you and not tell any of his friends about about you. I wish that, that wasn't true. Low? Yeah, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> that's the truth. No, you yeah. know what? Actually, he's. I think he's getting there. Good. I yeah. think that that's a healthy place to get to. Yeah, like <laughs> what's funny is so he he started playing Animal Crossing. You know the game that I play. Yeah. And you can leave notes on each other's bulletin boards, you know? So I left a really cute note, like, hey, baby, hi, love Joe, you know, something like that, right? And he goes, uh, he brought it up, he's like, oh, uh, Peanut Michael, that's what I'm calling, that's what I call his roommate. (laughs) Peanut Michael, um, he, um, he, he's on my island. He, he wants to start playing Animal Crossing. So on Switch, you can only have one game at a time. So he's like, he moved onto my island, and I go, you know that this I have. All, this all sounds like a Mark and Ed like contest. I know it really does. Switch Peanut Michael on yeah, an island, Peanut Michael, and uh, we're gonna have okay. a parade and uh, uh, <laughs> minion army. Anyway, um, I, he goes, Michael's playing the game now on my island, and I go, oh, cute. And he go, you know, I left you that note on the bulletin board. And he's like, <gasps> and he goes, eh. I know I can't do this. I, I mean, I don't care. Who cares? So he yeah. finds out, you know. And I was like, "Oh, you new first step." Hi. Anyway, Mike Lawson, how are you doing, my friend? How are you? I'm good. I for a minute there, I thought it wasn't though. I guess that's a good place to start. Last I think week, it's a great Taylor, place to thank you, mm-hmm. thank you, Taylor, for sitting in. That was yeah. very nice of you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were. It was like a weird. We kind of confirm. We kind of didn't confirm recording dates, and so. No, no, no! It I, was it was one hundred percent my fault. What didn't? W- there was something going on where, like, I said, "Oh, 
Oh. You were like, I'm a solid maybe because yeah, my mom, there was something. Yeah, my mom had possibly a grim diagnosis, but it turned out to be not oh, a grim right. diagnosis. But I didn't know. We didn't know, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. we were waiting for that phone call. And so I go, I told him, I go, it's going to have to be a maybe. I don't know what's going on. And so, and so and then we got a very positive diagnosis, but I forgot to tell you, oh, hey, everything's fine. When that was happening, I was like easing into illness. Yeah. And so – when it came time to record, it was like, oh, I'm not there. I'm ju- I just can't. And I actually thought that maybe I was um, dealing with COVID. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I it is a difficult time. And this this is not something that like I feel like I'm the first person to say. And I know that I won't be the last. Mm-hmm. But it is such a mindfuck to get sick right now. Mm-hmm. Because every single symptom feels like it's a COVID symptom. Mm-hmm. First of all, there's a broad, there's a really large number of symptoms for COVID, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And they all kind of are connected to any kind of like cold or flu or anything you experience. So mm-hmm. for for starters, that's really difficult. But um, yeah, it was like a rough couple of days just for like mentally. Um, but I went through something. It was, I never had like a cold or congestion or oh, you respiratory. No, nothing like that. Well, we should we should let everyone know so they don't like you. You got tested. Yes. And, yeah. I, so yeah. I I scheduled a COVID test right away, but then I ended up pretty. I was pretty certain I didn't have COVID before I even went and took the test. Oh, really? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I already had the test scheduled and everything, so why why not just go confirm mm-hmm. that the sick the illness I was feeling wasn't that? So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it came back negative as I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, that was a rough couple of days to be, to be honest. What were, what were you experiencing? What were your symptoms? Well, it was like, um, body aches. Mm-hmm. Um, I never had a fever either, but body aches, um, like, uh, muscle aches, headache uh, through the whole thing. That was kind of the, mm-hmm. the worst symptom through the whole thing. There was a headache. Mm-hmm. So it was like four days of a headache, which mm-hmm. was a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, stomach issues. I did vomit. Oh, you um, did. Yeah, and then food was when it did eventually stay down. Didn't it? Kind of like was rushing through me. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of everything that deal that comes along with that. So everybody should know. Mike Lawson t- um, text messaged me and said, "I'm listening to Drag Race Holland." And then ten minutes later, he wrote back, "I vomited." Joe, I would never listen to that show. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about it. I kind of want to talk about it because uh, it's, it, it's been a lot of uh, a couple of weeks of self reflection on my part. Yeah, but you were a little cross we, with me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say we had a fight, but like it wasn't it was even fight. really a fight. Uh, it, it was, was just fight. like an emotional exchange. Yeah, but it's forced me to notice things about myself that I even talked to my therapist about. My, You know, uh, by the way, if you are having trouble, BetterHelp, uh, if you go to BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race, you can get uh, 10% off your first month. Anyway, but with my BetterHelp therapist, I, I actually I happened to have an appointment with him the next day. And so I brought it up. And um, so because what happened was I what happened was I just texted you and I was like, we still on for five o'clock. And the exchange at first was very like, oh, no, I, I thought we weren't doing it. I was like, oh, okay, no problem. 
And, um, and then you told me you weren't feeling well. And I was like, and in my, let me tell you honestly, in my head, in my head, I thought I was doing the right thing because I was like, you know what? I want to take this burden off of him. But if I'm going to take the burden off of him, if I, if Taylor can sit in, I need to do it right now. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I didn't even want you to worry about rescheduling or anything. Like just, I've always said, like, don't worry about this stuff. Right. And then in a weird twisted coincidence and the only way, you know, uh, RuPaul has this saying, if you ever want to make God laugh, tell him your plans kind of thing, even though this is only tangentially like this is Lori called at the exact second that I said, don't swear or something. I'll call Taylor or something. Right. And I, I go, hello. And she goes, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, nothing. And she goes, I'm outside your house. Which is, by the way, no one comes to my house ever. And um, she had come by because she had bought me some masks. And she dropped them off. She was here for like 10, 15 minutes. I don't know what. We chatted from far away. And then I had to go because I got a call from which I'm going to talk about in the next story with this fucking thing I've been dealing with, with this event that I'm doing. And then I was talking to him and then I'll let you take over, but I, I got a hurt text message from you. Okay. Yeah. Like, so that was kind of your perspective. My, <laughs> I'm going to rewind and tell my yeah. perspective. Yeah, which no, no, was, no, no, go ahead. Yeah. You were, you were saying the, uh, are we recording? I was like, oh, I didn't know we were going to record. I'm not feeling so good. Mm-hmm. And I sort of described what I was feeling. And I said, like, I'm starting to think that I might even have COVID. Yeah. And then you responded and said, I'll see what Taylor's doing. Like, <laughs> well, that, that part of it. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. No, 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 that no, is, that's all I got. I know no, no, yeah, my yeah. side. No, no, you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's on my side. What's funny is there are two things at play here. I think we sent the messages at the same time, but two is um, I Betty Batanced and Joe, but my dad, my that shit. And what I mean is the one of the things I always laugh about is Aiden has always, no, Aiden has often called me when I'm with my parents. And I remember for the first time the phone rang and it said Aiden Dean and they was right next to them. And I was expecting them to go like, who's Aiden? Right. And they went, Adam Vaught's calling you. Right. So they just see a, and they finish the story in their head. It's a thing that they constantly do. Right. Sure. They make up. A, and I think that's what happened there because I actually, I actually, uh, um, I don't know what the right term is here, but like, I actually broke this down. I went over it with Lori. And I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, but, uh, she goes, I, I, oh, so I, 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 I think what it was, I just saw I'm not feeling well. And I was like, and I'm going to, and, and, and I'll, I'll get, it'll be my next story. We'll get back to your, how you felt and stuff like that. But, um, but I think I just saw I'm not feeling well. And I didn't even read the rest. I was like, well, you know, I just made up a story in my head. Um, and cause the, the COVID part was even like kind of in the middle. So I think, and that that's my fault, by the way. I'm not blaming you. It's my fault. I think I, just, I just read the yeah. first line. I was like, oh, problem to solve, you know, and move on. And, yeah. and, what, and what I'm going to tell you, I don't think you guys talked about this, is I've had other instances 
where I've had these blind spots since, and I've been more aware of it over the past couple of weeks. So, um, okay. So then, we, so then you and I talk, right? And I yeah. feel really awful. I want to jump to this is, and I feel really awful. And I was like, how can I help Mike Lawson? Right. <laughs> so then at first, you know, I've been getting this, um, thistle that they have here in LA. And I got to tell you, it is so fucking good, by the way. I, I want yeah. them to sponsor this show or not this show, but like my, the public feed shows because, um, it is so good. And, uh, they deliver food to me twice a week, whatever. Right. And I was like, and it's vegan. And I know you're not vegan, but neither am I. And I was like, there must be a similar thing up in Oakland. And I researched, and I actually found a couple. Yeah. And I run it by, and you're like, no, I'm good on food. Right. Yeah. So then they call I my, said, yeah. what I said was that I eat, I eat weird. And like, I understand that your intentions are good, mm-hmm. but you're, that's not helpful. And then packages are also complicated here, I said. Yeah. And then I was like, I called a doctor friend of mine. I go, I want to do something. What can I do? And he's like, well, why don't you put together a COVID care package? And he tells me, get a, you know, a, a, a pulse oximeter, get, you know, like basic flu stuff and get like Tylenol and get like a thermometer and all that. Right. I'm like, oh, good idea. So I go to Instacart and I buy all this stuff and it's ready to go. All they need to know is an address, which I had, but like instructions for the driver. And because you had said that, I go like, okay, what does this driver need? And you, you want to tell them what you said? Yeah. I mean, I, I said the thing that I had already said and that you weren't <laughs> some, for some reason hearing. And I sort of made it a little more explicit, said that you were actually causing me stress. And yeah. I, I, because I understood that your intentions were not that I wanted to make sure you understood that you were doing exactly what you thought you were not doing, you yeah. know? And then I stopped, I stopped. Yes. And which then, is what I wanted. Yeah. And I, I totally do appreciate it. And I like, after we had talked, like, I think we both sort of realized something we had done wrong. And mm-hmm. I had, I had not given you the benefit of the doubt that like, of course you're a caring friend. And like, if you had understood that I felt, you know, you know, a certain way you would have reacted to that emotion. And I felt like maybe I didn't describe it and well enough. Right. Or you were busy. Like Lori came over with face masks or whatever. Like really strange. Yeah. I I get all of that. Yeah, Um, But, 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 but still it's highlighted something that I was like, Oh, you know, a, I only listen to half the story and I make decisions on that. And, uh, I jump to conclusions and, but also like, and we'll talk about it. I'll talk about it on my story, but let, but so then that happens. And then what was your, the rest of your week like? Well, I just didn't leave the house. Um, so until the, uh, the COVID results came back, I kind of just laid low. I had everything I needed, you know, food wise. Mm-hmm. I had, um, no reason to kind of leave. So I didn't. Did you talk to your roommates about this? Yeah, I let them know, but I kind of was already suspecting that I wasn't, but I did mm-hmm. tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you know, what, what are, what are we going to do? Yeah. We, so, and it's not like, I don't know. I feel like the Bay area is pretty kind of locked up pretty tight. So like, mm-hmm. Anytime we're interacting with other people, we are masked, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Well, that's the thing, too, is 
I know you didn't have it, but I was even thinking, how would he have gotten it? You work from home yeah. and you wear masks and you're very careful and whatnot. And- yeah, I, I agree. But I mean, like, I don't know. I touch money. I do. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like my hands get dirty, but like, mm-hmm. I know that that it's not incredibly likely to pick yeah. it up from a surface unless mm-hmm. you're like rubbing your eyes, you know, yeah. w- mm-hmm. you know, right after touching a public doorknob or something. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, it, it's not impossible. So, uh, when did you turn the corner and how you were feeling? Um, so Tuesday was kind of the worst of it. Mm-hmm. Wednesday there's, I would say, so my test was Wednesday and I felt, so I like got up and showered and like mm-hmm. went outside for the first time then yeah, in that. Yeah. And I felt okay. Yeah. Like, so I, I wasn't like miserable, but I still had like that headache and yeah. it was gross. So it was like maybe like four days of grossness and then the weekend happened. Have you had your flu shot? Have you had your flu shot yet? No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't, I don't even have a doctor right now. That's another oh. story, but. Why don't you have a doctor? Well, I mean, I do. It's a long story okay. that I don't, I mean, I do, I kind of do, but I. I I need to like go. I haven't been to a doctor in a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so let me ask. So the, obviously, the question that is obviously raised is: A, did you tell Rishi? B, when did you tell Rishi? C, what did Rishi say? Four, have you fucked Rishi since? Yeah. Um. I t- I mean, I told him right away, of course, and uh. That was fine. Mm -hmm. He actually, well, we got actually COVID tested on the same day. So he, um, he gets tested regularly, um, because of his profession. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't really understand, I don't really understand the frequency at which it happens, but we both got tested that day Mm -hmm. and I saw him on the Sunday, that Sunday. So. Yeah, we're we've we have certainly fucked since then. Oh, you have. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, I saw. Yeah, I saw him just the other day too. Mm-hmm. I've seen him a couple times, mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And oh, Joe. So my, uh, I wanted to tell you real quick. My roommate left. She moved out. Oh, she uh, did. One of them. Yeah. Oh, okay, but the girl or the boy. So, but was that? Did you always know that was a plan? <laughs> It was like complicated. It was like maybe, maybe not, and then we're gonna maybe buy a house in Chicago, and maybe not, and then uh-huh. they just bought the house and left. So it happened yeah. very quick, but it was like in the works for a long time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna move into that room. I oh, I just signed like a different lease, so I could go. It's bigger, and oh, it is. Yeah, there's like a a weird kind of cutout in the room. That's basically the size of like my queen size bed and the side table. So like my two side tables. So like it's that much room, additional room, if that makes sense. Um, But I wanted to tell you and kind of get your opinion on this. So she, there's these two like feral or stray cats that hang out around this house. Okay. Okay. And she feeds them every morning she puts out food every night. She puts out food twice a day. Oh my god! 
And there's been, uh, there was one time when they went to go kind of see this house in Chicago mm-hmm. and she, I watched the cats for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I fed the cats for them. Yeah. And when she told me she was moving, I said, I will watch, I will feed your cats then. Cause you, mm-hmm. they're straight cats. She's not taking them, you know? Yeah. What is the, <laughs> is it ethical to just kind of like slowly stop feeding them? I think they're the straight. Way, yeah, 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 yeah. But they're I think, straight cats. Yeah, like they'll think, find their yeah. shit. I actually think you're being nicer than you should be. Like if you're just going to slowly stop feeding them, I think that's the way to do it. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe like feeding less and less food in there. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like every other day and then twice a week and then nothing. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't, I do, do you think cats pick up on it? Well, I mean, if she just like left and stopped feeding, they wouldn't die. They're going to, you know, they'll find food. I don't want mm-hmm. them to suffer because of it, because of me, but I, I don't want them to rely on me. You well, know, I just feel that they would be though, like meowing nonstop at your door. Yeah. Well, so they're stray versus feral. There's like different things. Oh, so there there's. Is? Yeah, like a stray means it's like a domesticated cat or mm-hmm. it's like from a domesticated cat. So like a house mm-hmm. cat had babies in the you know wild. Mm-hmm. And then there's other feral cats that are like sort of like born to live outside and they like are more pack animals. I, mm-hmm. I've researched this. Okay. So one of them's actually feral. So she probably would be fine. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't even – she hides in the bushes until the, you walk away. Then she runs and gets the food. Okay. Then the other one is like she will like meow and like when you open the door in the morning, if Alex hadn't fed her, she would be like pissed, mm-hmm. you know, like waiting for food. Mm-hmm. So hmm, that's it. That's gonna be yeah. I, I'm very curious to hear what happens with that because I don't know. Like I, I don't. I, I've never done that before, so I don't know how that works. I would be yeah. so annoyed that she moved and she'd been doing that. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of is annoying. It's like, yeah. why have you been watering this weed? Yes. Yes. And by peace it's... out later. Yeah. And now I have to like decide what to do with it. Like I have to be the, the mean person that doesn't feed them. Yeah. But, uh, so you're done. feeling better. You don't have coronavirus. You are feeding. You moved into a new room. When do you start interviewing new roommates? Um, I don't know. It happens like in the app. It's it's like a thing. I don't. I don't really know. Okay, let me soon. Ask you this I question. hope. Let me ask you this question. Right? No. You don't even know what the question is. Can I ask the question? Hello. I can't tell yeah, if you're not ahead. there. Oh yeah, I couldn't tell if you like dropped out or not. Uh, the world's hottest guy moves in and he's like, hi, I'm gay and single and the world's hottest guy. No effect on you. You're that committed. Well, I mean, the world's hottest guy and and what? And he's like, oh, and all I want to do is have fun. I don't want any kind of emotional attachment. No, Joe, I... I mean, in this hypothetical, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that 
you know, shitting where you eat is just a bad idea. I think that's a 40-year-old's kind of response to that. Mm -hmm. Like, even if it's just, like, doing it alone, I feel like sometimes that's better than shitting where you eat, you know? Yeah. So... Still got to eat here. So, do you have the option? Though, let me ask you this question though, because of this company you're in. Let's let let's say you you get drunk and you forget yourself, okay? And you hook up with this guy, and now it's awkward. Is there a way you're like, listen, leasing company, it's awkward now. Can I switch to another apartment? Yeah, so they have properties all over San Francisco, and you can move to any of them. Uh, And they have them in like Seattle and Austin and New York City too. Oh, they do. yeah, and you could transfer to any of them. Oh, it's a it's a fun little company. I mean, the properties they have are in uh, kind of like their shtick is they <laughs> they kind of go into areas like the neighborhood I'm in is like not is slowly being gentrified, but I'm like on the front end of that. If that makes sense, yeah. So. They kind of like find properties like this, convert them, and like yeah. make them nice and so do a bunch Rishi of renovations. So you and are in a good place. You're very happy with you or where you and Rishi are. Yeah, I am. I think that I am very happy. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> no, I I am very happy. Yes. Okay. Very good. What about you? What's going on with you? Well, you know, I have. What's so funny is I have this notebook here in front of me. I'm going to tell you about something that. But, like, I have this notebook here in front of me that – things to talk about in today's show, right? And there's a story I can tell really quickly. I'll tell – it's not a long story. But then there's one here. I don't know what it means. It says – I can't read my writing. I think it says bootleg shindig. I don't – that's the that's what I can make out. I have no idea what that means. Bootleg bottle g shina though? I don't hmm. know. I don't know what it means. Anyway, but I'll tell you this. Let me tell you a quick story. I told you earlier, I said I get this thistle, right? Yeah. And uh, in the middle of the night on Sunday nights, so Sunday into Monday and Wednesday into Thursday, someone drops off one of those like um, insulated bags with, you know, three meals. Okay. In them. And they tell you, they go, we come up, we come between like one and 5 a.m. All right. They just leave it there. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, I this I actually just completed my fourth week of doing thistle. Fourth in a row. Great. I wake up Monday morning, take the stuff, put it in the garage, and there's a refrigerator in the garage and put it the stuff away in there, blah blah blah, right? Yeah. It's a routine. You got routine. it down packed. This it is the way we do it. Every time, nothing Every out of the ordinary. Time. Nothing out of the ordinary. Got it. Last Monday. That would have been week three. My dad goes, uh, do you get some kind of food delivery? <laughs> and I go, yeah. You The stuff you see me eat every day at lunch, I have it for lunch every day. Right? Uh, you may want to call them. He goes, did you get the, the package this morning? I go, yeah. Oh, you know what? That day, that, that's right. That day when I went downstairs, the bag was already in the like, by the front door in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking weird, you know. I go like, whatever. Maybe my parents woke up and they saw it and they brought it. In. I go put it away. Didn't think anything of it. 
Then after my dad goes, I go, oh yeah, this morning it was the food was inside. I go, what happened? And he goes, well, you never told us this food comes, and your mom and I were going to bed, and we heard because you know they have that the fucking worst shit for any fucking boomer to have is this ring doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, they made me put the app on my phone. I turned all notifications off on this phone. Okay. Because if you have all the notifications on, if so, if if a fucking bird two blocks away flies by, you get a ring notification. Okay. So they got a notification. Uh, activity at your front door. Okay. So my mom, their their bedroom overlooks the street in front of our house. Okay, my bedroom's in the back. Their yeah. bedroom's in the back. It cut to that scene where those like two barefoot lawyers in front of the with their guns and the Black Lives oh, yeah. Matter people walking by. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what this is. That's exactly what this is, right? So she, he goes, yeah. So your mom went to the window and saw the woman because my dad said, oh, it's probably a truck driving by. My mom goes, no, look, some woman is leaving the house and she's walking towards the car. So my mom opens the door, the window. And shouts out like a fucking chola out of her window and is like, hey, hey, what do you think you're doing? And the woman's like, what? <laughs> you know, it's some like indie girl from like Los Feliz. She's like, what? What's going on? She goes like, yeah, you. What were you doing in my house? And she goes, I wasn't at your And she goes, yeah, I just saw you leave my house. And what did you do? And she goes, oh, I was leaving food. What do you mean you're leaving? Like, and got in a fight with her? <laughs> the bedroom and i go oh i haven't heard anything about it but then i guess she finally figured out the woman's like oh it's that stupid food joey eats why are they dropping off in the middle of the night like oh they've always dropped it off in the middle of the night so now i'm supposed to warn them every time the food's gonna be delivered which is every week every week twice a week oh it's twice a week yeah sunday nights and thursday nights. Oh, sunday nights and wednesday nights oh yeah, yeah, yeah. wow okay the other thing I want to talk about is going with back to what we were talking about is now I've been super conscious of how I react to people. And I'm realizing Good. that I have these blind spots where like, I don't know what it is. So like last Thursday, Lori writes me a text message and she says, my grandfather has coronavirus and now i did honestly sincerely go oh i'm so sorry to hear that please let me know if there's anything i can do blah blah blah, blah. that's fine right the next day though we're supposed to record genius parade so i'm like oh god how am i gonna figure this out now i don't want to offend her so i'm like okay ask about her grandfather talk to her and so I call her and I'm like, hey, uh, how's your grandfather? And she's like, oh, so far, so good. He's not feeling any symptoms, blah, 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 blah. And she talks to me about school. And I was on the phone with her. Usually with Lori, it's like a one-minute conversation. What time are we doing Jesus' parade? This one I'm like, and she's like, oh, and my Aunt Kathy. And uh, the, the, uh, the, we heard a weird noise. And Kathy sleeps nude. And she ran out of her bedroom nude. And I was like, oh, my God, Kathy put on clothes. Like, like, I'm seeing the clock tick by. And then finally I said, uh, when can you do Genius Parade? It's like 45 minutes. She's like, oh, I can do it now. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's fine. But then 
I gotta find a way to tell this story because it's a little bit okay. So you know, I'm 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 I, and I'm gonna announce this tomorrow anyway, so it's not a big deal. You know, in November, we are dropping. Oh, I, I need to tell this story because I'm gonna tell you about that. In November, Afterthought Media is dropping four brand new shows plus a retrospective. That'll be wow. eight, eight weeks, right? Eight weeks worth of five shows a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we have a new co-host joining the, the team. Okay. And uh, he's fantastic. That's all leave it at that, right? And he's been doing Shady Pines with us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're almost done, actually. We only need, we've been doing them like twice a week. No, not we we meet once a week, but we do, do two episodes a week, and we just have episodes. But did you do that thing where you like re-record six of them again? <laughs> <laughs> um, not yet. I have to wait till the season's over. But um, but we have episodes seven and eight left, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we were supposed to record it this last Monday. Well, last week he messages me and says, "Hey, Joe." Um, my dad and I are going to, my dad's coming into town to visit me. He's staying and we're going to go to Palm Springs. We're having a whole weekend. So I'm going to take my microphone with me and, um, I'll record there. And I was like, okay, great. Right. And then he goes, is there any way? Cause we, on Monday we usually record at six 30. He goes, is there any way we could do four o'clock? I'm like, sure. No problem. Easy. Yeah. Four o'clock is fine. Well, then he finds out Jay and I are doing a different show, and he wants to be on a, on one episode of that show. He's going to guest on that episode of the show. And so he's coordinating that with Jay. And I get a text message from Jay, and Jay goes, do you mind if we do our show on Thursday? And I was like, no, why? He goes, because Adam's dad is coming to town. They're going to Palm Springs, and Adam said he's going to take his microphone. And I said, no. Absolutely not. Spend time with your dad. I, we can move this recording. And then I was like, yes. Uh, so then I messaged this person and I say, listen, did I say the guy's name? Um, I don't think so. Oh, uh, I might have. Who cares? This is his first name. And then I go, I call, I message him and I go, listen, uh, we could do, we could move. The show a week. Spend time with your dad. I'm like, you shouldn't be recording podcasts while your dad is visiting you. And he goes, oh, thanks, man. I was afraid to ask you and stuff like that. And I go, no problem. But Mike Lawson, why do I have that blind spot? And it doesn't come from a bad place. You know, he came with a problem. I said, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Right. And and, and once I once Jay put that bug in my hand, I was like, oh, I don't give a shit if we do it a week later. Like, so. What is that? What do you think that is? I'm trying to see if I have other examples where you've done that, though. Like, I, I mean, you've come up with a few recently, but like, is this really a thing that you do? Well, I feel like you're no, pretty empathetic. Yeah, I think what it is. And I, I so I, I talked to my therapist about this and everyone's disagreed with me. I just think I'm not really good. And I, I do look, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I think my dad's on the spectrum. I don't know why I'm whispering this, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I think I've inherited some of that, like very, very yeah. light. And I have the co- and I also have the ability to, to reflect on that because it also reminds me of when we were when I was trying to get anyone to do Drag Race UK, not me. Um, Chris had actually put me in touch with his godson, who was this British kid. He was very excited at first, and I don't know why he changed his mind. But at a certain point, he messaged me, and he was like, "Oh, hey, listen, Joe." I know you said you wanted to record the shows on Thursdays, but um, I, I I have class at that time. And I was like, okay, we can do Fridays. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'll be studying for this exam or something. Like that. I go, we do Saturdays. I go, it doesn't really matter. I kept throwing you dates out. Yeah. And then I finally it dawned on me. I was like, oh, he's saying no. Like, yeah, I don't pick up on that right away. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't saying no, though, right? Like, he was trying to say no. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if he had, you would have understood it. Yeah, yeah. I told, but, once I figured it out, I was like, oh, you understand something. I'm an American. I don't speak in that weird yeah. double talk way. But yeah. the same thing with Adam. Oh, his name's Adam. Okay, the guy's name is Adam. All right, everyone? The same thing with Adam is... Burn, burns. Yeah, he's like... Well, Adam Burns would be like that, like... I'm ch- I just feel really embarrassed. You're probably going to hate me. But uh, I have to go to a funeral. Whose funeral? My mom's. But I, I know you still want to do throwing down. And I'm like, no, wait, what? That's all. I could do tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'll just what do- time's the funeral over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do it before the funeral? What time's it at? Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think that you really have. I don't think it's that large of a problem. Like maybe you have seen a lot of examples recently and maybe there's something recently that's kind of mm-hmm. changed or something, but I, I don't think that you're like not empathetic. Like that's yeah. not part know. of your character. Yeah, I don't know. All right, Mike Lawson, is the part of the show now Wait, I don't know if you prepared this. Do you prepare a pop culture uh, recommendation? Yeah, I have one. I oh, do. I do. All right. Okay. I'm excited. What is it? Um, so the one that I wanted to suggest to people, it's, um, you know, NPR and their tiny desk concerts. Yes. They, they have them, a lot of them on YouTube and they're like 20 minutes. They're short. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot of, I mean, all the artists they pick are like at the top of their game. Right. So mm-hmm. they're people that like are good artists Yeah. and you can just see like good musicians kind of play music yeah. and it's like I said, 20 minutes. So right before you called, I was watching Mac Miller, who's mm-hmm. not the kind of artist that I would generally kind of go seek, but Isn't he dead? It, it's interesting. Yeah. I think he did die. Yeah. He, um, overdose maybe. Yeah. Sounds right. Uh-huh. And he, um, he's not an artist that I would totally usually seek out, but, the thing that I really like about these concerts, um, it, because it's visual, mm-hmm. I'm like sitting down, I'm not looking at my phone and I'm trying to watch, you know, for 20 minutes, I could sit and watch this. And, um, if it was just music, I would probably find my mind wandering a lot, but since there's visuals and you could kind of like watch the different musicians and then they'll do close ups of this and that. And mm-hmm. it, it's good. So tiny desk concerts on YouTube. That's my suggestion for the week. What's yours? John Paul. I had never heard of this show. Okay. But I was talking to John Paul the other day and John Paul was like, do you watch? Oh, we were talking about great British baking show. Right. Mm-hmm. And I go, Oh, I've been watching new season. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, 
Have you watched on HBO Max? I think it's called The Great Pottery Throwdown. I know it's called The Pottery Throwdown. I don't know if it's The Great Pottery Throwdown. Mm-hmm. I go, no. What He's all, it's the same people who made The Great British Baking Show. But now it's the same concept, but it's for pottery? Okay. And I was like, that sounds so boring. I'm in. Right? Yeah. So last night I watched, like, I burned through, like, four episodes last night. Mike Lawson, it is like Xanax, this show. Yeah. Right? Have you watched Low it? Low Conflict? No, I, but I, I understand because of the British Bake Off, I yeah, would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Low Conflict, just kind of really about oh. what they're doing and not. Yeah, yeah. everyone's, and it, it, you know, Adam Byrne, speaking of him, I was listening to that, his show, The Gay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about this too, um, is it makes me want to do pottery. I'm like, I want to have a wheel and a and I start doing pottery and stuff. Basically, I'm an old man. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, do and, it. And I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm never because I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to fire this and all that? And take, well, unlike the Great British Baking Show, each episode it covers a span of like four or five days. Mm. Because they have to put it in the fire, and then yeah, they have to do longer. all this, yeah, all this long stuff. So. um yeah, that's my. That's my. If you, if you are, especially at these times with the election and whatnot, and it's a very stressful time. COVID numbers are going up. If you just want to escape, I think it's on HBO Max. I think it's called The Great Pottery Throwdown. I know for sure Pottery and Throwdown are in it. Uh, seek it out. It is great. Um, thank you. Cool. Do you have any other stories? Um, no. Why? Well, no, I was going to ask you um, about like the holidays, but you kind of told me what you guys are going to quarantine and celebrate together. You're mixing your families for the holidays, right? Yeah, for Christmas. We're going to uh, uh, starting December 10th. And when my parents they say quarantine, because I'm going to be honest with you, by most standards, we're quarantined now. So yeah, I think you they are. mean, I think by they, what they mean is. We don't leave the house for two weeks for us. Yeah. Right? Put a hold on the mail, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, because I'll be on vacation. You know those ter- termite tents that they put on houses? Yeah. Yeah, I might as well have that. But what's funny is I'm probably going to go crazy because I'm going to be on vacation at that point. And um, <sighs> so to have nothing to do and be locked in the house with these two, three will yeah, enter, only one will leave. Let's head it that way. Um, well, what's funny though is, and I, do you think this is too much? Because I, I am genuinely afraid of it. And, and uh, my brother and his, my brother bought a new car recently, and he came by with the family to show my parents a new car. Mm-hmm. And which is weird, because my parents are so strict about this. But next thing I knew, my nieces and my brother and my sister in law were in the house, yucking it up, laughing, singing, singing, <laughs> and I was like. And they were like, why aren't you sitting over here with us, Joey? And I go, uh, and I wore a mask around them, right? Yeah. And so I know that they're going to quarantine. I think that they're going to go to where we are now. And, I, and I'm comfortable with that. But I'm really thinking of telling them, did you read this article? And I saw this thing in the Washington Post that was saying, okay, here's the truth about this. But there's a lot of promise seen with people who gargle with like any kind of antiseptic, like Listerine or anything like that, right? But that from what they've seen in laboratories, 
30 seconds of rinsing with Listerine and it kills 99% of the virus in your mouth. Now they're saying, don't think that if you gargle with Listerine, it's going to prevent you from getting coronavirus. But if you think you have it, or if you do have it and you're going to go out, it might be a good thing to say you don't give it to other people. Does that make sense? Sure. So I kind of, is it weird to have like a bottle of Listerine there and asking my brother and his entire family to gargle with Listerine before they come in the house? I think everything about this holiday season is going to be weird. So go for it. Betty's might have them do something weird too. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. Maybe I'll, you want, I, I'll my parents. I don't think I'm going to visit uh, for the holidays. I think oh, I'm going to tell them no. Where does Ricky's family live? Um, Detroit. His oh. mom and dad just, his mom and stepdad just bought a house in San Diego though, where they are going to retire. Is he going to go visit them for the holidays? Yeah, so he likely will. Yeah. Oh. And so we're going to quarantine afterward. Like, I, w- I won't see him afterward until he gets his negative test oh, back. Oh, you're right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He, according to him, though, like, he doesn't have the option to say no. Yeah. I don't have the option so, to say no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I just don't think that it's wise. Like, I don't want to give it to them. I don't want yeah. them to give it to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, no, no, no. I don't. And I also like, if Wait, hold I on for fly, a second. excuse me for a second, I know this is inside, but Adam Vaught, I hear you. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I, I don't, if I fly, I feel like I'm putting, not this, I mean, I am putting people at risk, but like, mm-hmm. you know, all those people that I'm making serve me at, you know, all these places that I yeah. go have to go. Or if I, if I drive, which was another option. Yeah. That's going to be a long ass drive from, uh, yeah, Oakland to. I've done it before. How long is it? Eight hours? No, it's like twelve. Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, because you kind of have you basically go through L.A. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So like six hours to L.A., six hours to Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So anyway, um, which is funny because, uh. Aiden and I are thinking of having like a rendezvous weekend. And the yeah. midpoint is um, Redding, California, which I think is a couple hours past you, right? Yeah, and you might as well just come to Oakland, get a cheaper Airbnb. Oh, it's cheap in Redding. Super, super cheap. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Where you get like a whole barn, like a remade barn, like a really nice, not, you hear barn, right? But no, it's like, you know, where they convert it into a house. For, it, oh, let me tell you this story really fast. So I air I look it up on Airbnb, and it's like it's this beautiful barn that's on its own property, like a little like wooden fence around it, private everything, right? Ninety six dollars yeah, a night, right? Okay, okay. But then it, it, on there it says thirty minutes to Bethel, and I was like, oh well, that must be the cute town where we could go eat, you know, get some food or something like that, right? Yeah. I look it up. It's a mega church. Oh, and I go okay. We're not going to stay at the barn. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, you were saying huh. sorry. No, that's it. Oh, well. In the last remaining moments, I want you to know that uh, I've been organizing this event, and I'll tell you how it goes next. Well, I guess I'll talk about it throwing down. But it's like a drag to the poles was called. Event. Yeah. I had a better name for it, but because 
the organization behind it is it's nonpartisan. We couldn't call it, but I was I have I did buy the domain though. What is Dra- it? Drag oh. him out. Okay. Um, I guess I, technically it's not partisan, but whatever, right? It is partisan. <laughs> like it's saying, remove our current president from True. office. Well, I still like the name. Yeah. And I've been planning this event that I was essentially hoodwinked, hoodwinked into doing. Where about a month or two ago, um, my friend Vanessa um, said, can you promote this event we're doing on your podcast? And sure enough, I did an interview, promoted it, whatever. Then she calls me. She goes, can you help with another event? And I thought she meant the same thing. And so I said, yes. It turns out I meant organizing it. Mike Lawson, this is one of the most stressful things I've ever done in the past 10 years. Yeah. Last All week, you need to do now is have 10 more friends by in at the same level yeah and you'll be fine joey it's <laughs> no, luckily i don't have to do that but i literally broke down in tears last week oh god yeah broke down in tears and i said and then i caught myself and i was like i'm crying because pandora box is a maybe right yeah yeah but luckily we got uh, a really good event planner all kinds of things that happened. So my stress level thank god because this weekend has gone way down mm-hmm. um What's so funny though is, that is I, you know, I have this thing where I say things, and even though it's my event and I'm me and this guy Tomas are in charge, it is frustrating to be like everything's happening the way I wanted it to. So I'm not really angry. Where I was like, okay, here's the ballot box across the street is this alley, right? And um, it's perfect because then they can just cross the street from the ballot box, go meet the drag queens, take a photo right there. Like, I, and I, this is how I sold it to Tomas and. Uh, Rudy is the guy helping us, right? With the event planning. And God bless Rudy. He got the pink carpet. He got the backdrop. He got the, he called the people that own that parking lot and got it for us for free. He got talked to Hamburger Mary's and help co-sponsor it. But the, the drag queens, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Tomas, separately from Rudy, they go and they go, we're going to go scope out the place. I, re- I scoped it out when I went, to, when I peed in the cup. On the meeting today. When you what? Oh, did you did you hear the story where I peed in a cup? No. Oh. Throwing down, I think it's the last was it throwing did I oh, have I not talked about that? Oh, I don't think I talked about it. Oh no, I did talk about it. I talked about it on something with Taylor. Catching up last week? Oh. Or last there time? you go. That's where it was. Yeah. Mm. Peeing so, in a cup. So that's when I scoped out this ballot box, right? So they go to the ballot box today. And in the meeting today, they no yesterday. On the meeting today, they go like, "Hey, we both of them said this. We saw the ballot box. That parking lot is perfect. It's across the street from the ballot box. People could just walk from the ballot box across the street to where the drag queens are. That what a great idea." But they were like not saying like Joe, it's your great no. I'm all yeah, that's what I've been saying the whole time. I don't know. It's it it, it it I've learned so much. I've learned how awful people can be. You know, some there are some drag queens that are very famous that I won't say who <laughs> that I've lost a lot of respect for. Yeah. Uh but I've had some drag queens that are famous be very kind and wonderful. You know? Yeah. And so, what what day is the event? It's on Halloween from 4 to 7 p.m. in West Hollywood at the West Hollywood City Hall. Right now we have La Ganja Estranja, honey. 
and we have Delta Work, and we have some Dracula girls coming, and uh, it's going to be a fantastic time, 4 to 7 p.m. You can drop off your ballot, you vote, and you take a picture with a drag queen and get the fuck out because it's coronavirus. So, great. Uh, yeah, and we're, we're going to make sure it's socially distant, and it's going to be fantastic. That but, sounds uh, great. Um, but, yeah, but it's, good it's job. literally it's literally sucked five years off my life. Well, you know. But, but, any, but look, hey, I want to get this fucker out of office. Sorry, John Arts. Uh, yeah. I want to get him out of let me ask you this. I don't know what John Art's position is, and I'm sure he'll email us and tell us uh, wrong, you know, or something like that, right? Let's all just say that. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, uh, let me see. The, 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 by the time, but, uh, well, we'll we'll hopefully know the results by the next time we talk on here oh adam, yeah adam burns and i adam burns and i were supposed to record election night and he, we're thinking of doing a live election special oh gross <laughs> not you guys but like just i feel like i want to be in a cave i'm gonna like disconnect i'm even i've been like very disconnected from social media even mm-hmm. well it's so funny i was just on a oh, everyone should know too by the way my friend mercedes lawson saw this my friend Mercedes is in a Lincoln Club uh, commercial called Good Night America or Good Morning America. I don't remember which one it is. One of the two. I think it's Good Night America. I think it's Good Night America. Yeah. Yeah. Good Night but America. But it's the one where the kid is scared in bed. Yeah. And, on election night. Yeah. And um, by the way, I grew up with Mercedes. My parents both know her very well. I showed them each the commercial separately. And they're like, uh huh. I'm like, that's Mercedes. And they're like, no, it's not. And I said, yes, it is. She's my friend. And I know when she films commercials. And they were like, oh, it is. Meanwhile, I've met her maybe once or twice. (laughs) I saw her in a play. Yeah. You sent it to me and I responded like, oh, wow, that's Mercedes. Yeah. In a Lincoln Club commercial. Mm -hmm. My dad, my dad even asked her because he knew by the time she saw it and she goes, She's Mexican. Like, she was actually even noticing, like, my dad was like, do you notice anything about that woman? She's Mexican? (laughs) And my dad goes, yes. I don't know. What? (laughs) Anyway, I can't get into that. Um, But she's in a Lincoln Club spot. And then, um, but but what I was, was, but I have a text message thread with, you know, some friends at Mercedes is one of them, my friend Liz. And I was talking about how, um, you know, I actually believe the polls. Okay, I have. I, I'm not going to go into a Nate Silver defense here because Lori was dragging him through the mud the other day. But I believe the polls, right? What I'm really afraid of is um, this Supreme Court. I don't know what kind of fucking shenanigans are going to happen now. It really is looking the the past couple of, of recent emergency decisions are out of fucking control. They're out of control, Mike Lawson. Yeah. <laughs> and then to top it off, like our intelligence agencies are saying that Russia and Iran are doing what they can do. Yeah. And like you just combine those things, like it might not matter what the polls say. Yeah, that's what uh. I'm saying. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I believe the polls are correct. But when they say but- how is it? That like if you drop off the the um ballot 
in a mailbox and it's postmarked the day of the election. And they're saying, no, you can't count it that day. And their whole thing is that like the, the people need to have the right to know the winner of the election on election day. Oh, really? Because for the first uh, 150 years of this fucking country existing, no one knew who the like, do you think Abraham Lincoln? They were like, oh, we need to know on election day. That's not president is. that's not federal law, though. That's like that specific state. Was that Ohio or like that? Because like in some states, it has to be postmarked by Election Day and others it has to be received by. Oh, is that what the case is? Yeah. Oh, and so might, like this might, one specific case, was somebody Wisconsin, was challenging. I thought. I thought it was Wisconsin or something like that. Oh, right? Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still fucking bullshit, man. It is so fucking bullshit. They are going to steal this motherfucking election. And what's funny too, like what's really scary. My dad was saying how there's a cousin of mine who wrote on Facebook that uh, Biden, he has a better shot. My cousin has a better shot of winning the lotto than Biden does of winning the election. And I was like, the problem with that is this isn't the uncle that works for the lotto. Like police, is it? (laughs) I'm not even joking. It's his brother. It's his brother. (laughs) Which means he actually can't win the lotto. Maybe that's his joke because he's related to him. Anyway, uh, he goes – and I, I go, but the problem with people, those people saying that is if Biden does win the election, they're going to be – and that's what you're seeing is they're so convinced that because what they see around them is Trump, that if he doesn't win, then it must have been stolen. If that makes sense. I, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm hopeful, I guess, that we will have something very decisive and clear and mm-hmm. th- there might be a little bit of normalcy that kind of seeps back into things because mm-hmm. like my everything from like my work is sort of like we're not going to do anything until the election. Like the shows that are on the road, they're not making any moves until we know what's going to happen the election like our the patrons that hold tickets for shows that are supposed to open next year like people are like oh we'll see what happens in november like everything's just like on pause i just got a text message from john paul i can't wait for this election to be over it's stressing me out um so, so do you have any work to do at all no joey today was like the height of uh, my nothingness like so many things are just they're not getting canceled they're sort of like getting condensed so like this thing that i used to do three days a week i now only do once a week this mm-hmm. um like i i kind of manage people so yeah. like i'm just telling people like do this work do that work this mm-hmm. is you know let me review this when you're done mm-hmm. so like their work has slowed down so mine has slowed down and mm-hmm. it's i really i mean i just sit here <laughs> like there's a good i I don't know that I might get furloughed again, and I don't know that i I don't deserve that. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, they're talking about the, that already. No, nobody's talking about it. I'm just like real like I'm not doing a lot. Mm-hmm. So like i I sort of understand that if they did furlough me, mm-hmm. i i it's a risky move on their part though because they will need me. They will need yeah. us mm-hmm. at a certain point. So. Every time they do this, like you can't keep doing this to people and they will, you know, they're not going to be here forever. So 
you know, it, it'll, it'll be challenging. It, it, it could also be that I just have a really slow, boring job until the new year. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. It's going to be so. it's a very interesting time. I was thinking about that. What an interesting time we're living in. That's the one thing you can say. It's been interesting. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious for it to be boring again. That's kind of what I'm more excited about. Same. Me too. All right. Well, until next time, Lawson. All right, Joey. Nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week. (laughs) 